Just like in fantasy football, sometimes you just have to make the best out of a shitty situation. It's an on-the-road podcast. You're in the doghouse. Folks, this is the week 12 week in review. I'm stuck in a dock right now because, uh, you know, things can't fucking go the way that you want them to. So, like I said, you got to make the best out of it. So until these assholes, you know, start learning that when you're at a dock at 11 o'clock for your fucking appointment at 11 o'clock and your shit is supposed to be done at 11 o'clock instead of telling me, well, it's going to be two hours until we have it ready to go. No, motherfucker. 11 o'clock is fucking 11 o'clock. Have that shit ready to go. Anywho, let's get into this week 12 Let's figure out what the fuck happened this weekend. We're going to go game by game. I'm sorry if there's a little bit of a delay in between going games. um, As I'm going to be switching back and forth through my phone. Uh, But we are starting with Las Vegas at Atlanta. Atlanta absolutely crushing Las Vegas 43-6. Derek Carr 22-34 for 215 and one interception. Sacked three times. Oh my god, what a fucking... Smish motion. This was for the Vegas Raiders offense. And I said when I put Derek Carr in there, this is why I couldn't trust him for cash, even though it was the 32nd ranked uh, pass defense of the Atlanta Falcons. There was just something that was not sitting right with me on here. So, But with the situation, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a shot here. Obviously failed. Josh Jacobs, seven carries, 27 yards, <clears throat> no touchdowns. Uh, sprained his ankle, should be fine. Uh, Devontae Booker, five carries for six yards. Uh, Josh Jacobs also had three receptions on three targets for 17 yards. Devontae Booker was one, one reception on four targets for minus one yards. Although I will say that Devontae Booker is somebody that you're going to want to uh, grab a hold of since uh, Josh, Mr. Jacobs decides that he, you know, he wants to actually stay healthy. Hunter Renfro was in <clears throat> the write-up, was a uh, GPP uh, guy. 
because he hadn't had been having the targets lately. Seven receptions on nine targets for 73 yards. Just absolutely blew up. Took everything away uh, pretty much from, say, Nelson Aguilar, who still did okay for his value at five receptions on six targets for 54 yards. Uh, Darren Waller was the big loser here and very much a surprise. But he did get seven targets but only four receptions for 23 yards. Moving over to the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan. 22 of 39 for 185, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, was fine, but I mean, you know, f- they got ahead so fucking quickly that it just, it took, it sucked everything away uh, for what you could have gotten out of the position. Uh, Ito Smith was a big winner at running back, 12 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Also chipped in four receptions on five targets for 10 yards. Brian Hill, the big loser. 13 carries for 55 yards. So it was good for a 4.2 average. Um, So it wasn't terrible. Um, But they did end up resting him. He only had one target in the passing game. Uh, No receptions there. Calvin Ridley, six six receptions on nine targets for 50 yards and a touchdown. Kind of came through, but he was a little bit higher priced. Uh, Pretty much was a fail. Uh, Hayden Hurst at tight end. Four receptions for eight on eight targets for 48 yards. Russell Gage, three receptions on five targets for 34 yards. The other wide receivers here, uh, Christian Blake, uh, Jane Graham at tight end, uh, Olamedius Zakisis, they did almost absolutely nothing, as did one Brandon Powell. Let's see, where's our next game? Ooh, Chargers and Bills. Bills came up on top. 27 to 17. Uh, <clears throat> start from the Chargers side. Justin Herbert was a big fail. Uh, 31 of 52 for 316. One touchdown and an interception. Didn't run much on the ground, only twice for negative two yards. So huge fail there at quarterback. Austin Eckler was back. 14 carries for 44 yards. Only good for a 3.1 average. Joshua Kelly chipped in. Seven carries for 35 yards. Good for a five-yard per carry average. One touchdown there. Uh, Austin Eckler in the passing game was where it was at, man. 11 receptions on 16 targets for 85 yards. So that's a big deal. That's a big deal. If we believe that the Chargers offense is definitely going to be playing from behind, um, we can definitely take a look at Austin Eckler if he's going to be a uh, nice little check down Charlie for Justin Herbert. Hunter Henry at tight end, seven receptions on 10 targets for 67 yards. Uh, that was very good in PPR for 13.7. Um, <clears throat> liked him there. Ty Johnson, uh, two receptions on four targets for 63 yards. Keenan Allen, big fail here. Uh, got the 10 targets, but only had four receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Guyton didn't do too much. Mike Williams, my fade, uh, which was a good fade considering that Tredavious White was going to be covering him for most of the day. Three receptions on five targets for 26 yards. Should note that Troy Main Pope was also involved, but not nearly as much as Kelly. Uh, Kelly should become the definitive handcuff for Austin Eckler at this point. Other side, Buffalo, Josh Allen, 18-24, 157. Uh, touchdown and an interception. Also had nine carries for 32 yards and a touchdown there. 
still, though, at his price, he failed just as well. A lot of quarterbacks failed this week um, outside of, you know, especially for my write-up. It was really it was just Patrick Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick that kind of came through this week. Uh, rushing for Buffalo, Devin Singletary, 11 carries for 82 yards, good for a 7.5 average. Zach Moss, 9 carries for 59 yards. Uh, moving on to receiving, guy that you're going to have to take a look at now is going to be Gabriel Davis in waivers. You can put a couple bucks on him, should be fine. Three receptions on four targets, 79 yards, and a touchdown. That touchdown came from one Cole Beasley, uh, who threw that touchdown. He was one for one, uh, 20-yard touchdown toss there. Stephon Diggs uh, failed. But he had the targets, nine targets, seven receptions for 39 yards. Just couldn't get away uh, from the secondary. So it was kind of a wash. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it failed, but, I mean, it failed in the stat book. Uh, failed for fantasy as a whole when you're doing in DFS, when you're trying to get that X value. Cole Beasley, two for 25 uh, but did on four targets, but did have the touchdown toss. So it kind of saved his day a little bit as a value. Devin Singletary, three receptions on three targets for 20 yards. Next game is going to be... What what game we got next? Cardinals and Patriots. This game was a fucking shit show. This is what I was worried about. Patriots come out on top 20-17 to 17. Ugh, on a last-second field goal. Kyler Murray for Arizona, 23-34 for 170 and a pick. Uh, had five carries for 31 yards. Just a complete and utter fail. There is something going on with that shoulder. Uh, they did rely on Kenyon Drake in this game. 22 carries for 78 yards and two touchdowns. That was one of my GPP running backs. Also had three receptions on four targets for 15 yards. So very, very good day uh, for Kenyon Drake. We'll have to watch his price this week and see if it went up. DeAndre Hopkins, five receptions on seven targets for 55 yards. Did not come through at his, at his, <clears throat> his price, uh, even on the value price on Yahoo. Still was a hell of a lot better than Cooper Cup uh, for the Rams, but I digress. Andy Isabella, four receptions on six targets for 33 yards. Might be worth a look in seasonal. Uh, nothing more than a dollar there. Christian Kirk, woof. Three receptions on six targets for 19 yards. That sucked. Uh, everything else kind of filtered out. Uh, should actually talk, say Chase Edmonds, six carries for 29 yards, and then also had four receptions on five targets for 14 yards. Nobody really did anything much outside of Kenya Drake in this matchup. Running backs, if you get if you get a team that can actually run, has a good old line, you could definitely run against the New England Patriots. Cameron Newton, uh, candidate for a drop this week. Nine, nine for 18 for 84 y yards. Yes, that is 84 yards and two interceptions. He looks like shit. He also looks like he got concussed at the end of that game. Nobody's talking about it. Uh, friend of the program, Paul Burkholz and I were talking about this. You could just see it in his eyes that they were glazed over. Uh, he definitely had the shit kicked out of him on this one. Damian Harris, 14 carries for 47 yards. Uh, Cam Newton chipped in nine carries for 46 yards. Still didn't save his day. 
Uh, James White, real fucking, this is re- ridiculous. Five carries for 18 yards, two touchdowns. That's just stupid. Stay away from everything fucking New England in your seasonal league. Just stay away from it. Damian, uh, outside of maybe Damian Ayers, um, I would stay away from everything. Although James White maybe is kind of curious that he might uh, be doing that Rex Burkhead type uh, deal there. Uh, receivers, Jacoby Myers, five receptions on six targets for 52 yards. So 10 points, didn't completely fail, uh, but didn't succeed either. Demir Bird, three receptions on seven targets for 33 yards. And Nikhil Harry, three targets, no receptions. James White also chipped in a reception on one target for minus one yard. This offense is fucking horrible. Dolphins, Jets. Miami comes out on top 20-3, to which is not a real big surprise. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at value, 24-39 to for 257. And two touchdowns, no interceptions. So very, very clean day for him. Also had three carries for 10 yards. Uh, DeAndre Washington was the winner as far as his backfield with no Salvin Ahmed. Uh, he had 13 carries for 49 yards. Also chipped in two receptions on five targets for 11 yards there. Matt Breida, eight carries, 36 yards. He had... Two receptions on two targets for 17. So very blah there. Patrick Laird had a carry. I don't know why the fuck they give him a carry. He had uh, nine yards there. Uh, also had a really bad fumble as well. Uh, so did Matt Breida. As far as the receivers are concerned, Devontae Parker. This was the guy that we were on. Eight receptions on 14 targets for 119. No touchdowns, but that's fine for what his cost was this week. Uh, we were on him, especially with when Ryan Fitzpatrick, when it was announced that Ryan Fitzpatrick was probably going to be the starter. Uh, Parker is definitely his main go-to guy. Mike Gazicki fucking everybody over again, uh, but this time in a positive way. Two receptions on five targets for 35 yards and a touchdown. Mac Hollins, two receptions on three targets for 19. Uh, everybody else, pretty much two or three receptions, not very many yards. Jakeem Grant, who is a value guy for me here, uh, two receptions on two targets for 15 yards. Really, really gross. New York Jets, you had Sam Darnold go 16 to 27 for 197 yards and two picks. Uh, sta- standard uh, Sam Darnold day, two rushes for nine yards as well. Uh, New York, rushing game. Uh, Frank Gore. Look kind of like old Frank Gore. 18 carries for 74 yards, no touchdowns there. If Frank Gore is still on your waivers, you might as well go ahead and pick him up if you're desperate for a running back because uh, he's definitely getting the full complement of carries here. Ty Johnson only had two carries for three yards. Josh Adams, one carry for one yard. Receivers, <clears throat> Rashad Perriman, four receptions for 79 yards on eight targets. Denzel Mims, four receptions for 67 yards on eight targets. He... Mims was the value guy this week. He actually came through, uh, definitely at his cost. That should actually be rising, I would think, at this point now. Uh, Jamison Crowder, the guy that I came off of, three receptions on five targets for 31 yards. Frank Gore also did chip in. I forgot this. Uh, Three receptions on three targets for 12 yards there. So good day for little Frank the Tank. Old man River coming through. What do we got next? What do we got next? 
Oh, Giants and Bengals. Man, these games were fucking horrible. Giants came out on top, 19-17. to Daniel Jones went down with a hamstring injury, uh, but before that was 16-27 to for 213 yards, no TDs, no interceptions. Also had six carries for 19 yards. Uh, Colt McCoy came in then and went 6 for 10 for 31 yards. This offense is going to be absolutely fucking horrible as far as the passing game goes with Colt McCoy. So I would stay away. I would bench any of your wide receivers. If you have Shepard, Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, it's just not even worth it. Darius Slayton didn't even have a fucking target. Did he even have a target in this game? He did. He had two targets, no receptions. Oh, my God. New York rushing, Wayne Gallman, 24, value running back, 24 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. I was all over him. I tried to tell everybody that this was where I was going to go as much as humanly possible. Uh, Deion Lewis didn't do anything, two carries, 10 yards. Alfred Morris, four carries for eight yards. Uh, moving to the receiving game, Evan Ingram still came through at tight end. Six receptions on nine targets for 129 yards. Sterling Shepard did do okay. Uh, seven receptions for 64 yards on eight targets. Golden Tate, four for 36 on nine. Uh, CJ Board also had a target reception for 11. Deion Lewis, one target. Uh, one catch on three targets for seven yards. Wayne Coleman uh, still brought in three receptions, even though it was minus three yards and on five targets. So... Wayne Gallman, I'm still saying, you know, you can start you can start him. They're going to be heavily relying on him now. He's been coming through, so I like Wayne Gallman there. Bengals side, Brandon Allen, 17-29 for 136, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, also had four carries for seven yards. Uh, Cincinnati rushing game, Gio Bernard, eight carries for 32 yards. Good for a 4.0 clip. Also had two receptions on three targets for 17 yards. T. Higgins was the big winner this week, though. Uh, Still came through five receptions on five targets for 44 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I believe it was a one-yard strike, one or or two-yard strike, nothing big. Uh, Tight end Drew Sample, four for 40 on five targets. Uh, Tyler Boyd really took the brunt of this one. Three receptions on six targets for 15 yards. Uh, and then you have the usual cast of misfit toys within that passing game. Let's, so let's move on here. We got Titans and Colts. Titans, huge winner. We need to talk about this one. Uh, 45-26 to 26 over the Indianapolis Colts. It was a great day for, fuck, we'll come back to you, Ryan Tannehill. We're going to talk about Derrick Henry. 27 carries for 178 yards. And three touchdowns. Also had two receptions for seven yards on four targets. Derrick Henry was going to be my high-end pivot. The only problem was when I wanted wanted to be all over Dalvin Cook and then Nick Chubb, it really didn't leave a whole hell of a lot as far as recommending Derrick Henry. Ended up being a very good play with the covid IR guys being out along the defensive front. I made the mistake. Should have been a, it should have been a fade Dalvin Cook type week. I'll take the L on it. It is what it is. Um, it's neither here nor there. The only thing is, is whether or not we're going to use Derrick Henry next week, or I should say this upcoming week in week 13. Um, 
we can't let recency bias really affect us on there. Um, in that same, in that to make that same decision for, with Cook versus Henry, um, I'm probably going to go with uh, Dalvin Cook every single time. I might win five, might lose five. It was probably a 50-50 call, to be completely honest with you. Quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, 13-22 for 221 and a touchdown. No interceptions. Also had two carries for three yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, Deontay Foreman, four carries, 28 yards, so a little bit of involvement. Jeremy McNichols, still the main backup, though. Eight carries for 20 yards there. Tennessee receivers, A.J. Brown, big winner here. Four receptions on six targets for 98 yards and a touchdown. Also had a touchdown on special teams for the Titans as he took a uh, onside kick back to the house. Very clean. <laughs> took it very clean. Nobody touched him. He was gone. Uh, Corey Davis still did okay, but I wish he would have gotten the touchdown. Three receptions for 70 yards on three targets. Uh, tight end Jeff Swaim. Three receptions on three targets for 30 yards there. Uh, nobody else of real significance there outside of maybe Kari Blazen game, the fullback. Uh, one reception on one target for 16 yards. Otherwise, nobody did a goddamn thing for that team. So, very, very good game here. Indy side, Phillip Rivers, 24-42 for 295. Two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, you pretty much would take that from Phillip Rivers any given week. <clears throat> Jacoby Brissett was the guy that was really fucking everything over. 0 for 2 in passing, but had four carries for three yards and two touchdowns. Uh, really vultured uh, in the red zone this week. Naheem Hines, uh, value guy that I had written up. 10 carries for 29 yards. Yeesh. But did have eight receptions for 66 yards on 10 targets. So... If Indy is going to be playing from behind, Naheem Hines is probably going to be the main guy. At least as long as Jonathan Taylor's out. Even when Taylor's in there, I would still expect Hines to be busy within the passing game. Here's a fucking fluke. T.Y. Hilton, four receptions on five targets for 81 yards and a touchdown. No, I'm not picking up T.Y. Hilton. The hell with that. Trey Burton, though, at tight end. Three receptions on six targets for 42 yards and a touchdown. Definitely look for him in the end zone. So that's something to monitor. If not, just put a buck on him if you're hurting that tight end. Should also mention that Jordan Wilkins was six, had six carries for 22 yards. Within the passing game, he had three receptions for 35 yards on four targets. Michael Pittman Jr. failed. Two receptions for 28 yards, but guess how many targets he had? Would you say three, four, five? Maybe six, seven, eight? No, folks. He had nine targets in this game. So he's definitely the wide receiver one. That's where we're going to place him. That's where we're going to look whenever we play the matchups. So definitely pencil in Michael Pittman as your wide receiver one for the Colts, not T.Y. Hilton. Let's not be fooled here. Cleveland Browns, 27-25 winners over the Jacksonville Jaguars. This game was shitty until the very end. Baker Mayfield, 19-29. Two touchdowns, no interceptions there. Also had four carries for one yard, so not doing much there. But in the rushing game, 
Nicholas Chubb, 19 carries, 144 yards, and a touchdown. Also chipped in with three receptions on three targets for 32 yards. So very, very good day for Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, not so much. 10 carries for 62 yards, which was good for the 6.2 average, but only had two targets all game. No receptions there. Cleveland receiving. Jarvis Landry returned from the dead. Eight receptions for 143 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. So he is definitely the main guy within that passing game. I know I've dropped him in a couple of leagues just because I had to. So it's going to be kind of, do I really want to take that chance that Jarvis Landry, I pick him up and he's not going to perform. If Cleveland is going to be ahead, I wouldn't expect this to continue that much for one Jarvis Landry. Cardero Hodge was actually second in receiving with three receptions on three targets for 31 yards. Rashad Higgins, one for 15 on two. Austin Hooper, two receptions on two targets for 13 yards and a touchdown. It was a very nice touchdown that uh, Baker Mayfield threw. Uh, very impressed there. But uh, Hunter Bryant, or I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember. It's Harrison Bryant for the Browns. There's two Bryants. Um, but Bryant was one had one reception on two targets for 13 yards. Uh, they also had Steven Carlson playing today, uh, Sunday. One reception for 11 yards on one target as well. I didn't know if Njoku was the COVID guy. I didn't remember seeing it, seeing him on the list. It's very hard to fucking pull this COVID shit up. And it's really pissing me off. I'm not a huge fan of it. But we deal with it. Jacksonville side. Mike Lennon, the big giraffe. Made the Cleveland defense look like a fucking joke. 20 for 35 for 235 and two touchdowns. No interceptions there. Mike Lennon had his giraffe-like outing on the ground. Two carries for six yards. He stopped and grabbed some leaves on the way. James Robinson, man. 22. Whenever I don't have James Robinson written up, go ahead and just play James Robinson. 22 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown. Also had five receptions for 31 yards and six targets. Very, very highly involved here. Uh, you know who else was involved? Colin Johnson, the rookie. Four receptions on eight targets for 96 yards and a tutty. Very good day. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm willing to pick up Colin Johnson with possibly you know DJ Chark being back this week, probably fade to the wayside. But I was very happy to see Colin Johnson have another good week. The rookie has promise. Keelan Cole, three receptions on six targets for 44 yards, no TDs. Uh, Lavisca Chenault. There's some people that used him for value. I just kind of wanted to stay away from this Jacksonville passing game as a whole. Chanel, three receptions for 31 yards on four targets. Um, arbitrary James O'Shaughnessy plug, two receptions for 17 yards on four targets. But Eifert was actually the guy that came through. Three receptions for 16 yards on four targets and a touchdown. So Mike Lennon does like his, does like his tight ends. That is interesting. And that's something that you may want to pay attention to as long as Mike Glennon is playing. 
Let's see here. Oh. Panthers lost to the Vikings. 28-7. On a missed field goal by Joey Sly. Watch the end of that game. Oh, my God. Fucking horrible. Teddy Bridgewater actually did not fail. And it was because of that last drive. 19-36 for 267. One touchdown. Did have the one pick. Um, rushed twice for 12 yards. It wasn't where I wanted him to be. He did fall below what I projected him out to get, which I said was about 18 to 20. So I was very disappointed there, but um, disappointed in Carolina as a whole. But they did get ahead because of the two touchdowns by rookie uh, Jeremy Chin who Paul Burkle said was going to be a superstar back in draft season. So basically they tried to just run the shit out of the ball for a while, and that allowed Minnesota to kind of catch up. Mike Davis, 15 carries for 55 yards, good for a 3.7 clip. Rod Smith is involved here, which really pissed me off, and I didn't know that this was going to happen. So... I'm really kind of hoping that Christian McCaffrey comes back as a Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis handcuff cuffer because I'd rather just have, know that Christian McCaffrey is going to get pretty much the full compliment, not this uh, two-to-one BS. Carolina receiving. Robbie Anderson was the big winner. Four receptions on seven targets for 94 yards and a touchdown. Touchdown, meaning that he was the guy that won. And Curtis Samuel did not come in, did not hurt as a value guy. Five receptions for 72 yards on five targets. We were on him. DJ Moore, a bit of a fail. If Teddy would have hit him in the back of the end zone as time expired, as pretty much time was expiring, um, the. We would have had a lot better day. Let's just put it that way. I missed my cash lines on DK by two points. I did cash all of my cash lineups on FanDuel by .7 points. So that touchdown was could have been even more huge. Mike Davis also chipped in three receptions on six targets for 24 yards. Um, Teddy got his tight ends involved. Uh, man hurts with one reception on one target for 11. Ian Thomas showed up for, you know, a play. One reception on one target for, or on two targets, my my bad, for four yards. Go to the Minnesota side. Here's a fail. Dalvin Cook, 18 carries for 61 yards. Well, Dalvin Cook, four receptions for 21 yards on four targets. That's gross. Rolls, huge fail. Uh, it's a high cost. Kirk Cousins, though, 34 45, 307, and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Because, of course, and Kirk Cousins on the ground also had three carries for 19 yards. Ola BC Johnson, seven receptions for 74 yards on seven targets. Justin Jefferson, though. I'm glad I added him in there. Seven receptions on 13 targets for 70 yards and two touchdowns. 
Kyle Rudolph. What the hell, dude? Value tight end came in. Seven receptions on eight targets for 68 yards. I had him in a couple of lineups. Uh, Chad Beebe. Seven receptions on seven targets for 63 yards and a touchdown. Missed on that one, but I would have never went back to him or B.C. Johnson. Anyways, so we will move on. Move on to the late games. Saints at Broncos. You can imagine how this one went. New Orleans, the big winner, 31-3. to Taysom Hill. 9 for 16 for 78 yards and a, t- and a pick. So not as bad as Cam, but almost as close. But on the ground, 10 carries, 44 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Killing your Alvin Kamara shares. Lat Murray was the big winner. 19 carries, 124 yards, and 2 touchdowns there. Uh, also chipped in 1 reception on 1 target for 2 yards. Alvin Kamara. 11 carries, 54 yards, but a 4.9 average, so not bad at all. Uh, But only had one reception for negative two yards on two targets. Michael Thomas, four receptions on six targets for 50 yards. Woo! Fail. Uh, Traquan, Adam Troutman, Emmanuel Sanders, all had one reception on one target for just basically nothing. And Jerry Cook, you can go ahead and just drop him. Uh, no receptions on two targets. Doubt you're going to see much out of him again. Wide receiver slash quarterback Kendall Hinton. One for nine for 13 yards and two interceptions. Oh my God. Who is the beneficiary of that one completion? No offense. One reception for 13 yards on two targets. (laughs) Denver rushing, Royce Freeman, 8 carries, 50 yards. Melvin Gordon, 12 carries for 31 yards. Philip Lindsay, 9 carries, 20 yards. So nice even split in there. Nice Nice and even split, by which I mean that sucked a bag of dicks. Moving on. San Francisco, 23-20 to winners over the L.A. Rams. Rams defense did come through, I should say, of course. I think it went without saying that New Orleans defense came through. Uh, Miami's defense also came through. Um, New York Giants also did well. Uh, really wish I would have seen the Carolina defense scoring two touchdowns against Minnesota. But can't win them all. San Francisco, Nick Mullins, 24-35 for 252, one interception, no touchdowns. Didn't have any carries either. But we did have Raheem Mostert and Jeffrey Wilson come back. Mostert, 16 carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Also had a fumble. Uh, Jeff Wilson, 12 carries for 43 yards. No touchdowns and a fumble. In the passing game, Mostert. Two receptions on two targets for zero yards. Jeffrey Wilson, zero for zero. They left that up to McKinnon and Kyle Juszczyk. But Debo Samuel was back in a big way. 11 receptions on 13 targets for 133 yards. Just fucking fantastic game. 
which basically meant that it left nothing for basically everybody else. Kendall Bourne, the closest here, with three receptions for 34 yards on five targets. What are we going to do with the fucking Rams? I don't know if I'm going to use a fucking Rams player all year. I swear to God. Jared Goff, 19-31 with two interceptions. Also had a lost fumble, so three turnovers in this game. Good Lord. It was like watching Derek Carr earlier in the day. L.A. rushing. Cam Akers, nine carries for 84 yards. Go for a 9.3 average and a touchdown. Fantastic to see Akers actually take over that backfield. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 10 carries for 19 yards. That was not good. That was not good at all. Uh, Malcolm Brown, three carries for four. So he's pretty much dead. Uh, Robert Woods, seven receptions for 80 yards and 12 targets. Did not see that one coming at all. Cooper Cup, two for 41 on five targets. Just a horrendous game. I mean, he basically got outdone by uh, Josh Reynolds. Five receptions for 40 yards on six targets. And then your tight ends basically split all the way down between Everett and Higby. And they split three receptions. Chiefs at Buccaneers. Chiefs and Buccaneers. I called this game. I really did. I wish I would have had more shares. Oh, well. It is what it is. Am I fucking recording still? Oh, shit. Shouldn't do songs like that. So. Was really on this game. Kansas City, the winner. 27-24. to Game was a lot closer than what it or was actually not as close as what it really ended up being Patrick Mahomes 37 to 49 for 462 and three touchdowns no interceptions there also had four carries for 28 yards had Clyde Edwards Alaire chip in with 11 carries for 37 yards not looking great at all one reception though on one target for two yards that's great uh Le'Veon Bell not much better though Six, uh, five carries for 22 yards, and then also had two receptions for 10 yards on two targets. Uh, Travis, uh, Travis, Tyreek Hill, huge, 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 huge winner. He was written up. I fucking knew it. Just wish I could have trusted it in cash. 13 receptions, 269 yards, and three touchdowns on 15 targets. They were hammering on Carlton on Davis and uh, Jamel Dean Travis Kelsey 8 receptions for 82 yards on 8 targets Sammy Watkins oh Travis Kelsey also uh, was the cash game tight end that I liked I did pretty well actually at tight end this week Outside of Waller, which is actually really kind of a surprise and really kind of probably why we failed this week. Sammy Watkins, four receptions for 38 yards on seven targets. Robinson, five receptions for 36 yards on six targets. McCall Hardman, 
three receptions for 23 yards on five targets. Uh, yeah, Hardman is pretty much dead until Sammy Watkins and uh, and Robinson are both out. At least that's my opinion. So, Sunday night football game. Holy shit, I'm actually running through this really quick. I'm really loving this. Ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm loving it. Packers, big winners over the Bears, 41 to 25. Mitchell Trubisky, 26 of 46, 242 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. It's kind of blase considering the fact that Packers were pretty much playing prevent at the end. That's where he came back. David Montgomery, 11 carries for 103 yards for a 9.4 average. Five receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown on six targets. You want to make your running back fucking revel in it again? Play the goddamn Packers because that, if you can make David Montgomery relevant, it's all day. It's all day, every day. Allen Robinson, one of the guys that I wrote up for Yahoo. Six receptions for 74 yards, two touchdowns on 13 targets. He is Trubisky's main guy. Darnell Mooney, three receptions for 34 yards on nine targets. Jimmy Graham, three for 32 on four targets there. Anthony Miller, three for 28 on six targets. So outside of Allen Robinson, everything pretty much got spread out evenly. Packers side. Aaron Rodgers, 21 to 29 for 211 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Also had two carries for 12 yards there. Aaron Jones, 17 of carries for 90 yards, good for a 5.3 uh, yards per carry clip, which was great to see him back in there. Only had one reception on two targets for no yards. Uh, Jamal Williams, 17 carries for 73 yards, good for a 4.3 average and one touchdown. No receptions, no targets for him. Very interesting. Robert Tunyon, the tight end. He was written up too. I'm telling you, I was good at tight end this week. Five receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown on five targets. Devontae Adams, uh, for the price, did not really come through, but had six receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown. Uh, nine targets overall. In cash, you would have taken those 18 points and a full point PBR all day, every day. Equinamia St. Brown had two receptions on two targets for 39 yards. Alan Lazard, four receptions for 23 yards on six targets, also had a touchdown. The other tight end that was a winner, Mercedes Lewis, two receptions on four targets for 16 yards and a touchdown. There's absolutely no reason to keep throwing it to fucking Mercedes Lewis at all. Last but certainly not least, the Monday Night Football game. Seattle, the 23-17 winner over the Philadelphia Eagles. Russell Wilson, woo, 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 woo. not really coming through, but got the job done. That's all that matters. 22-31 for 230 and a touchdown. No interceptions there. Also had six carries for 12 yards. Kind of a blase day from Russell Wilson. Uh, Chris Carson returned this week. Eight carries for 41 yards. Good for a 5.1 uh, clip and a touchdown. Carlos Hyde also had 15 carries, but only 22 yards. Chris Carson also chipped in two receptions for 18 yards on two targets, while Carlos Hyde was right behind him. 
at two receptions for seven yards on three targets. DK Metcalf was the big winner for the Seattle Seahawks. Recorded 10 receptions for 177 yards, no touchdowns on 13 targets. That's nine targets above what Tyler Lockett had at four targets, three receptions, and 23 yards here. It's a DK Metcalf world, and we are all living in it. Carson Wentz on the other side for Philly, 25-45, 2-15, two touchdowns, and a pick. Also had five carries for 42 yards, good for an 8.4 average. Uh, Miles Sanders, who's being criminally underused here, uh, six carries for 15 yards. And in the passing game, had two receptions for seven yards on three targets. Like I said, not much coming from the running game, so we might as well just go to the receiving. Dallas Goddard, tight end, big winner here. Seven receptions on 10 targets for 75 yards and a touchdown. Richard Rodgers, the other tight end, until Zach Ertz gets back, also chipped in three receptions on six targets for 53 yards and a touch. Uh, Boston Scott, five receptions for 40 yards on six targets. Travis Fulgham, you can... Fulgham? You like that guy? Well, Fulgham. Fulgham all to hell. Two receptions, 16 yards on two targets. Yes, you can absolutely cut Travis Fulgham. And that's it. We do have one more game, and that's not until tomorrow, which would be Wednesday. So, kind of in a little lull period, trying to get the spreadsheet updated, uh, tweaked up, pretty it up now. Since I have the time, I can't do any data entry until Thursday. Uh, when all the sites update their stats through week 12. So the spreadsheet is probably going to be a little bit late. We'll try to keep, you know, talking about things here as the week goes on. Maybe just go into a little game-by-game preview as the week goes on so we can kind of see what's going on, see where would have been a good spot to attack last week because not much really changes week to week. So we can kind of utilize the numbers from last week now to try and gain an edge later. So I'm going to try and get this damn load done. But uh, yeah, so I will have a conversation with everybody tomorrow of the same type of situation happens tomorrow i might just say fuck it and do another podcast on the road but until next time this has been d roy find me on twitter and instagram at roy dog underscore 13 and on facebook dennis m roy also hit me up on venmo also hit me up on paypal you know where to find me but i guess you guys just want to win first before you donate to the cause I'm just fucking with you. You guys don't have to do it. Everything's free. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Peace out, homeboys.